Good morning. Our scripture reading this morning comes from the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with kindness, compassion, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. The word of the Lord. So the other day, I woke before my children and realized we were out of milk. My husband, Ben, stayed with the sleeping kids while I took a blissful trip to the grocery store alone. I must have been daydreaming about wandering the aisles kid-free when I realized I had walked into the store without a mask. Have any of you experienced this? Oh, yeah. Instantly, I was aware of my maskless face and that people could see my mouth and nose. I turned bright red, became increasingly embarrassed as I darted out to my car to grab one of the 20 masks that sits on my passenger seat. We are living in some strange times, folks. Someone was recently telling me about a birthday party that they had hosted inside their home where 30 people were in attendance. They must have seen a look on my face when they immediately followed it up with, this was way back in August of 2019. We have this pre-COVID life that feels entirely different from our current way of living. I was recently speaking with a good friend of mine, asking her how she was doing. She said before COVID, she could juggle getting her three boys up and dressed and out the door by 8 a.m. to do school drop-off and then run a bunch of errands before noon. Now she says she has one thing on her calendar and gets overwhelmed. There is a great deal of unrest in our, there is a great deal of unrest around us and our country feels at odds with each other. I feel people make enemies now by the, simple te- by the simple fact that someone is wearing a mask or not wearing a mask, wanted in-person schooling or wanted it all online, is for Trump or is for Biden. We endorse or dismiss someone by the news outlets they listen to or the political values they hold. I am a person who thrives off peaceful settings and right now feels so far from it. The apostles' words to the church in Ephesus ring out in my head so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. That's how I have felt tossed to and fro by the waves of our current culture, uncertain which side to fall on and finding myself somewhere in the middle. In my daily prayers, I have questioned God. Is peace truly possible? 
These days may feel unique to us. However, every society has confronted with their own challenges. Our scripture passage comes from the book of Colossians. Paul is writing to a group of believers, even though he has never even met them. He was informed about the church's challenges by Epaphras, the one who started the church in Colossae. Paul wrote this letter to the church to encourage them and instruct them on the way forward. You see, in Colossae, they were experiencing their own cultural pressures. The vast majority of people were polytheistic, meaning they believed in many gods. So new converts wondered if this Jesus was just one of the many gods that they could believe in. The other extreme were devout Jews living in the area wanted the Gentile converts to follow the strict observances of the law of the Torah. New believers were being tossed to and fro from the waves of their current culture. Paul's opening words to the church begin with, to God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. And throughout the letter continues to affirm this identity. In our verses this morning, Paul says, to God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. Identity is key in how we conduct ourselves in this life. And it begins from a young age. We are known by where we live, by the language that we first learn. We are formed by our families of origin who teach us what is important and form our identities in this world. My mom is a school teacher and amongst her colleagues, they can speak the last name of a family and you would instantly know if the children are well behaved or not. Our identity roots us. It gives us purpose and directs us in how we live our lives. Throughout Paul's writings in the New Testament, over and over again, he calls out the churches as God's holy people, affirming and reaffirming for them their identity as God's children. In our verses this morning, Paul instructed the people in this cultural chaos to clothe themselves in compassion, kindness, gentleness, patience, and humility, urging them to forgive, and over all these virtues, charging them to put on love. But none of this is possible unless they realize who they are, God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. It's nearly impossible for us to have compassion if we feel no one has been compassionate towards us. The same goes for kindness and humility, gentleness and patience. How does one forgive if they feel they've never been forgiven? And certainly, how can someone love if they themselves feel they have never been loved? For those who hope and believe in Jesus, we are assured we have experienced all of these gifts. For God has emptied God's self on the cross through Jesus, demonstrating God's deep love for humanity and embodying each of those virtues on our behalf. 
This is the reality we need to remind ourselves daily. We are God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. That is why I have found significant importance in the sacraments of baptism and communion. In the waters of our baptism, we hear the same truth that was spoken over Jesus from our loving God. This is my child with whom I am well pleased. God claims our identities and calls us his holy people. And it is the same in the sacrament of Holy Communion that we are called to remember the salvific work of Jesus on the cross, bearing all of our sin and shame out of a deep, unending love for us, desperately wanting us to know our identity as God's children, holy and dearly loved. Each day I need this reminder before I am a mom, wife, daughter, woman, pastor, friend, Republican or Democrat, I am God's child, holy and dearly loved. This is where I can see peace possible. If God's holy people would just dig down deep, root themselves in a God who is the same yesterday, today and forever, and find their identity, not in the things of this world, but in the one who created the world. Then, it is then we can discover who we really are, and we can clothe ourselves and greet this world with compassion, kindness, humility, with gentleness, patience, and forgiveness because we have received all of these gifts in abundance from our God. When I know I am God's chosen, holy and dearly loved, I can clothe myself in that love and let the peace of Christ rule in my heart that I am no longer tossed to and fro, but I know I have an eternal identity as a child of God. And in that truth, I shall live. Thanks be to God. Amen.